Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Bendeco. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here, and we are ready to go, Mike. Lots of stuff to go over today. Obviously, the biggest news coming for us Detroit Pistons fans, we won the NBA lottery. Let me say that again. The Detroit Pistons, for the first time in 50 years, won the NBA lottery. So, obviously, we're going to be talking about that. We've got WWC Hell in a Cell to cover, which... Yay, I guess, question mark, not really. Uh, we've obviously, we're going to be talking uh, the Western Eastern Conference Finals, kind of, not our predictions who's going to go more than likely, but really just breaking down the stories that go into these series with the way that these, the timing of these, it's kind of hard for us to cover them game by game, obviously, because, you know, no one's that invested at this point. Um, <clears throat> and then we're going to do the college football expansion, uh, I guess, Throw out their idea, kind of, because it's not it's not legit, right? Yet it's not like it's no, in I talks, mean, right? Yeah, like they're, they're in they're talks. Kind of if it does happen, it'll happen like twenty twenty three or something. Okay, so. so you know we'll talk the hypotheticals and the implications uh, for that. But Mike, I think we got to start off though, you know, with the hottest news of the show. It's probably what's going to dictate our conversation today. Um, Hell in a cell. <laughs> That was perfect. That was great timing. Everybody went and skipped five Skip, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, the Pistons, they win the lottery. I called you immediately after. I went, are you watching this? And you're just laughing at me because I'm freaking out. I'm on the couch. Um, and I'm losing my mind because I'm like, we're going to be picking six. The mic is going to be right. And then we're going to come on this show and be I, like, man. I said, I said fourth. Okay, sorry. So, I said they were picking in the top three. I was my thing. I was like, hey, they're going to be picking in the thought, top three. When, never, I never thought they'd When pick. they got six and five, I went, all right, perfect. They're going to get four. Well, or like, three. Well, I was like, all right, perfect. Okay, like when, exactly when six hit and five. And then I saw Toronto and Cleveland hop. I was like, oh, they got a really good chance here you know, to get top two. And then I'm like, no, here comes number four. Once they got past pick five, I was like, all right. Worst case scenario, the top four players in this draft, one of them is going to come here. That was kind of my thought, right? I was like, okay, there's at least another piece coming. And then three hit, or four hit. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then three hit. You're like, oh, my gosh, we're top two. Just one time, one time, please let this go our way. And when it did, I lost my mind. You've seen all the Twitter reactions, all the people filming themselves. I thought it was awesome. It's one of the few times I think all Detroit sports fans – whether you're a Michigan fan, Michigan State, whether you're a what, Lions, you don't like Lions, whatever. I think if you're in Detroit, most people, or if you're in the state of Michigan, you're a Pistons fan. I don't really see another reason to be like, you know, you may like specific guys. You may be a KD fan. You may be a Devin Booker fan. I'm sure we're going to see a ton of those coming out of the woodwork all of a sudden now. But, like, everybody it was genuinely ecstatic for the Pistons to win this lottery. I mean, what were your first reactions? Um, I was losing my mind. Like I said, I called you. I was I was freaking out. I don't know. I was yeah. in shock. I was like, I can't believe it actually happened. Like we're gonna get a dude who could like be a legit max player. Yeah, I was I was in shock too. I like I said, I thought we were gonna get four. Yeah. So when we after four, after Toronto got four, I said, All right, well, top three, I guess you're like you kind of just like break down the scenario mm-hmm. of like, okay, so okay. you get three, you probably get Jalen Green or Suggs. Yep. That's pretty solid. Yep. And then you get top two and you're like now you can move up to you. You now you basically have the field outside a Cade. Yeah. So you're like, okay, Mobley's up there now. Right. You can still get Jalen Green if you want. Blah 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 blah. And then you get number one, and now you go, oh, well, now the fresh green is out there. <laughs> you, can, you can really get whoever you want. Yeah, right. And I think with having what last year did, where you find 
two stars and one Killian Hayes where you think he's a star, but he didn't yeah. really play enough to right. sh- really show what he's got. Right. I think a lot of people have the trust in Troy Weaver. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is where the discussion goes is uh, staying at number one, obviously just picking Cade. Yeah. If someone calls and like, here's like 19 first-round picks, right. what do you do there? Right. Um, is there someone else you like more? Right. Because they said all options are open. So yeah. if you if you watch Jalen Green in the G League and you're like, he's going up against young NBA guys in the G League and he's right. putting up 19 points a game there, it's like, right. do you like that? Like, I think there's a lot of options now at number one. Instead of like being two or three where it's like, okay, so you're probably just going to pick Jalen Green right. or Trey Down. Now with Cade, now you got the yeah, multiple like, okay, stuff. He's the now guy, it's, right? he's the guy, yeah. but he's not like the Zion, he, yeah, LeBron and, and Troy type Weaver's guy. Even said this. He's like, I don't. He said this even before. This. He's like, I don't see a Shaq or a LeBron in mm-hmm. this draft. He goes, there's a lot of really good players, but like, I don't see a quote unquote like, oh, this is gonna completely take us from worst to first type of yeah. prospect. And yeah. Cade's not that. However, what he is is I think he is the most complete player in this draft. I, I mean, he's 6'8". He, he shot 40% from three on a bad Oklahoma State team, right? Um, he can guard well. He can, you can let him guard his guy. You don't have to insulate him or protect him, right? He's an athletic dude, and he's where the league is going at this point, right? Like, everyone's like, oh, he's going to play small forward. I'm like, you're nuts. He's, he's going to have the ball in his hands, yeah. right? He's a combo guard. You can put him at the two if you wanted Killian to, to remain at the one for Which whatever reason. They probably will. Or they can just have them both to say, just one of you, take it, go yeah. for it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, to me, the, the idea of trading, it's one of those things where it's like a buyer beware, right? It's okay, you trade it, and this dude becomes a star, and you're hoping mm-hmm. that those picks become something, something yeah. right? Um, but I think personally the, the pick has to be Cade. I don't think you're in a position and Weaver says like, like we're not in a position to rule out anybody because we won 20 games last year. Yeah. I think to echo that sentiment a little bit though, I don't think you're in any position to be like, well, we already have a one yeah. like that to me doesn't do it. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like pick the best freaking player in this draft. And now there's the thing. If they think it's green. Yeah. They better have sound freaking logic to say it because yeah. it's not like Jalen Green was blowing people out in the G League. I think yeah. he averaged 17 points a game, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're the number one pick, you have to be at least in, where you're the, with Pistons. This has to be a transcendent piece here. This has mm-hmm. to be a foundational piece to be like, this is what makes the world go round. And in 2022 free agency, where Blake Griffin is off the books and some of these other, you know, some of the stuff that you've done now. That's where you're going to hope to be in with the big fishes trying to land mm. that big star to pay to pair with this number one pick. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to like. I yeah. like the like I like the idea of having five guys long like your shortest guy out there is going to be 6'5" Yeah, and Killian. Yeah, like like when you look at like Atlanta, they have three guys starting right now that right. are under six five. Right, like, Trey's five eleven. Huter is I think six four or something mm-hmm. at shooting guard or whatever. Right. So like Killian Hayes already can go up to the three and start guarding the three. Yeah, and when you have like like the idea of sitting like okay, if you had to, you can do a small ball lineup with like Killian, Cade, Shadik, Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Stewart. And it's like you could switch everything. Mm-hmm. No one can really beat you because you have flowing, size right? everywhere. You're you flowing. flowing. Yep. I think the only problem I have from what I've seen with 
Cade, yeah. which I I like Jalen Green. I don't like Jalen Green more, yeah. but stuff I can see from Jalen Green is yeah. I I would be worried if you watch like Cavs twenty sixteen mm-hmm. where you have two guys who I don't think are the best passers. I feel like they're gonna try right. to dominate. Like Cade's right. not. NBA pro shooter level like he's not no, like a he's no. not clay or mm-hmm. he's not gonna shoot the ball extremely well I don't believe yeah. so what his game in Oklahoma State was a lot of drive kick or just drive right. and score mm-hmm. and if him Killian and like Shadik are all trying to do that it's gonna yeah. be a lot of stopping right. setting up running right. straight at the rim instead of flowing the ball like the Spurs do right so that's like the one like worrisome if you get a guy like him and not a pure not more of a pure shooter, but like a guy who can or yeah. more versatile there. Right. But I do like the defensive aspect that he brings to the team. Yeah. And in this league where like you saw this Phoenix game where if you can win a game eighty four to eighty, right. I think that's best case scenario for you. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. I think they just need a guy who can who can freaking score. You need if Jeremy Grant can be your second option. I think you're in a much better, or even third, the third. I think Shadik will be. I think second. I think Shadik is also going to take a big step forward, right? Yeah. But like it, on paper right now, if Cade is the pick, Cade is your number one option, yeah. and then Jeremy is your second, second and, and you're like, and third. then you, that's a pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we we noticed at the end of the year, Jeremy Grant's offensive efficiency was waning, right? Taking a lot of shots, his shooting percentage wasn't as high. Just it's just the law of averages, right? At some point, you're going to regress back to the mean a little yeah. bit. So, but with that being said, as a third option, and he's able to consistently give you 20 points a game, that's that's pretty darn mm-hmm. okay, right? Like for me, I am just looking for a guy that can say, okay, this is the guy you're going to build around, mm-hmm. right? Like I like Killian Hayes a lot. I think he's going to bring a true point guard ish type of player to yeah. this team, right? But at the same time. We're all very transparent. He's not the guy you're going to build this around, though, yeah. either. He's a very good player. I think he's going to be a very good player. But Killian Hayes doesn't need to be the superstar. Whoever gets drafted with this pick needs to be a superstar. Yeah, They have to They have to build this kind of where Phoenix is at right now, where yeah. if Cade is the guy, right. Cade has to be your Devin Booker-esque player. Absolutely. And let Killian be your Chris Paul, yep. where he just walks the ball, he sets everyone else, facilitates, and facilitates and yep. gets Cade right. in the position. And shoots a healthy clip. Yeah. yeah, where you have to be able to shoot good enough mm-hmm. to like where you're a threat, where you're not Ben Simmons, where they just stand away from you. You have to be able to at least have a consistent enough shot where they have to guard you, yep. but also can get everyone else going at the same time. So Killian's job at 20 years old is going to be very hard, mm-hmm. but he's, he's kind of like... He's not the piece you build around, but he's like going to end up being the most essential piece. Yep, because he's the one who's going to make the world go round and exactly. get everybody their touches. Right, he is going to be a... A worse shooting Chauncey, right? Yeah. Chauncey didn't. Chauncey could make the three when he needed it to, right? He was he was Mister Big Shot. We're gonna, you know, Chauncey getting the the Portland job, which is pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Um, but like, at the same time, it, you know, Ben Ben Wallace was the guy that made the world go round for mm-hmm. that basketball team, right? So it's like everything revolved around what Ben could do defensively, mm-hmm. and that's what they're trying to do here. They're trying to build a team that's long that can shoot the three. And they can stop people. That's that's really what you're doing, and you're gonna outwork all these guys. Isaiah yeah. Stewart made second All NBA rookie team, not because he's a freak athlete, not because he's seven yeah. foot four. It's just because he's outworking everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like those are the those are the principles that they're really building this team off of. I've read reports already that Cade is excited and he's glad yeah. that the Pistons won this. He's ex- he's only working out for us. Yeah. He's not going anywhere else. 
Um, yeah, not not to say that Houston. Well, Houston's kind of a rough area right now yeah. for how like just their positioning and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, not that like Cleveland would be awful, but I do like the the trajectory where the Pistons are going. Yeah, and so I think trying to take bias out. If I was a you know, yeah, if I was if I was like Kate's yeah. perspective, and you go okay, so my six options are Pistons, Cavs. Toronto, Houston. Like Houston, Orlando, and then OKC. Yeah. I would probably say Pistons and probably OKC with all their picks yeah. would probably be the two spots. Right. When OKC picks sixth, that's when you probably go, okay, so probably Pistons would yeah. probably be, even though it's right. not the best like you're, living it's, yeah. area. Well, it's going to be it's going to be his team. Yeah, and you've got young players around you that have already proven can play in this league, mm-hmm. and then three. Um, You've got enough veteran presence. You got Jeremy Grant. You have Plumlee there, and there's not going to be a pressure to win right away. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that in a second because while there's not pressure to win a championship, I do think there's pressure to be competing for a playoff spot next year, especially with this pick. However, let me go back to this. The big thing though for the Pistons and, and making this pick and getting it right is this is not this upcoming off season. It's 2022 after 2022 because. That's when you're going to have a big crop of free agents again, right? Theoretically, LeBron could be a free agent after that point now, mm-hmm. whether, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, like, you have the ability now, if you get this pick right, you have Shadiq, you have guys on low numbers still, to go and sign a max player, a legitimate stud, to pair up with I'm gonna say it's Cade because I don't. Yeah. I, I personally, I, well, I would say Cade and Shadiq. I think yeah. those are your two like stars that are gonna right. be here. That's so. what I'm saying. But like the, with this pick, yeah, right? Yeah. I, you know, to pair with this and go, hey, listen, stars want to play with stars. It is no longer a league where Magic Johnson says I'm never gonna go play with Larry Bird because mm-hmm. I want to beat Larry Bird. I'm not gonna. I don't want to join up with Michael Jordan. I want to beat Michael Jordan. Yeah. That's kind of thing. So because of that. Stars want to play with stars. People are going to look at Atlanta and Phoenix now and go, Trey Young yeah. basically just said, let's go, right? Mm-hmm. Devin Booker basically said, I'm going to knock the Lakers out yeah. with just shooting from ridiculous yeah. out, lights out. Yeah. So it's like they're going to see an uptick, even though they're not the maybe the best area to live in. They're not the biggest market. It's not necessarily like, oh, I'm playing for the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, cool, right? They're going to see an uptick in value as a franchise now because stars want to play with stars. So they get this pick right. They have Cade here. Shadiq is a 3 and D guy where he is just – he's that guy. Mm-hmm. You've got Isaiah Stewart in the middle. Jeremy Grant is a solid, consistent piece there at the four. And you're like, okay, now we're really – you've got pieces and you go, man, I go there. I got all this other talent around me. I got a good coach. This organization, we built it right. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's where the Pistons can get into that. Man, maybe they all of a sudden they can pull in that Kawhi Leonard coming in, right? Yeah. Like now, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But the fact is, you can be in that conversation mm-hmm. and you can say, "We're a piece away. We're yeah. one star away from being competitive in a." When you're looking at a pretty crappy East right yeah. now, like you're looking at the East right now, there is not a team that's quote unquote built long term. No, right now, not. like outside, not a single one. Of them out, outside of Milwaukee, there's yeah. not a team that's. And there. even Milwaukee, they have a lot of picks to get Drew Holiday. So like their window is right now. Yeah. Two years from now, we mm. don't know, right? So like that's the thing. They could get, their their coach is still on the hot seat, and they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. That's that's crazy. So it's like those are the things where you're like, man, 
They're really, really cool. I haven't been this excited to talk about the Pistons in, A, since we started the show, obviously, but in years. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, I mean, I don't even know what else to say outside. Like, I'm just, I'm pumped. I'm I'm excited for the draft. They've got two second, I think they've got three second round picks. They have three second round picks. Yeah. Which I think if, if after the draft you told me they trade, I think they trade those three picks to yeah, go up to into like up. the middle and late of the first round and try to I, pull a guy. Yeah, I mean, because here's, here's the thing: is I think the Pistons, you can say, okay, they had twenty wins, but what, after getting number one pick, trade getting Cade. Mm-hmm. When you look at, you have six strong right now. Yeah, because say either Isaiah Stewart or Mason Plumlee come off the bench or start. One I of also them like Saban Lee as a, a lot of people like Saban Lee. Bench, so like, sure. just name, yeah. But. So you got Killian, Cade, and air quotes because yep. it'll probably be Cade. Yep. You got Shadik, Jeremy Grant, and say Mason Plumlee probably is going to be your starter. Maybe. Isaiah Maybe. Stewart comes off the bench, probably plays more minutes, but mm-hmm. comes off the bench. And then Saban Lee, that's seven strong. So a lot of people are like, yeah, use those three picks and try to get someone. But I'm like, if you just pair those three up to go try to go somebody, get someone in the middle guy. round, and yeah. you can pull another Isaiah Stewart, yeah. small forward type player, and now you can go eight and then even nine with like a Frank mm-hmm. or Josh Jackson or something. Right. Then it's like okay, now you have a pretty solid at least. Because they're not going to do anything in free agency this year. They're going to no. do almost nothing. Yeah. Like if I'd be stunned if they do anything of noteworthiness. Yeah. Right. It's going to fill out the back half of the roster if anything. Mm-hmm. They don't have money to do it, quite frankly. Um, but you're right. You know. You know what's crazy to me? Just a little off topic. Just talking a little NBA draft here is like I can't believe how low rated Isaiah Livers is mm-hmm. in this whole thing. And Franz Wagner is projected to be like a top 10, 12 pick. I was talking about that. Was I have no idea how anybody's come to that. I went, Franz did not have a great season yeah. this last year. He's like I pro- thought he should have went back to school. Yeah, he's like projected to go seven to the Warriors. Yeah. And I go, really? Why? So, jo- what, you have Jordan Poole again? Yeah. Shoots the three and nothing, can't guard. Yeah. Stupid fouls. Like, I like personally, if you're the Pistons and you can keep – if you can package a couple second-rounders – to go up in the bottom of the first round and grab a guy, and then you have that remaining second round pick somewhere, mm-hmm. and you take Isaiah Livers. I'm not gonna be mad about it. Yeah, plays defense, yeah. shoots a good three ball, good uh, good leader. Yeah, and play. I mean, everything that Troy Weaver seems <laughs> to like in a basketball player. Yeah, seems it's like, like right uh, there. Yeah, I mean, that's just me. I don't know. I'm not an NBA scout, but just just throwing that out there. Um, real quick, I want to ask you this. I heard this topic. On 97.1. So I'm going to give him a little bit of credit here because I do think it's an interesting thing to think about. Is this the biggest thing to happen to Detroit sports in like the past 10 years? Um, getting this pick? Outs- From like a positive perspective. Yeah, because we've had a lot of negatives last year. Yeah, decade. I would say outside of... Okay, so 10 years ago was 2011. Outside of... I mean, the Tigers made the series. T- and the Tigers making the series and the Lions decimated. having that 11-5 and five season. Yeah. And like losing to Dallas. But like yeah. the season and like the projected of like... This, this team was probably be. good enough right. to at least win a playoff game or two or something. Yeah. Um, outside of those two, this is probably the yeah. biggest thing. I'd say this is the biggest like ray of hope since Stafford got drafted. Yeah. Because, oh, no, 100%. Like, I, I don't remember another time where it, when you're a franchise that's like, I, we need something. right? No. Like The Tigers, okay, we had Torkelson and Myers. Like, okay, everybody knew Casey Myers was going to yeah. be the pick. And we're just now starting. But like... Immediate dividends, like yeah. 
this is where it starts. Yeah, like like I said, that Tigers team that went to yeah. the like looking at that like starting pitching rotation, like going into yeah. like the season or what or like the season yeah. previous or whatever. I would be very like I remember being very excited about that. Yeah. Lions obviously that eleven and five year where you're like, mm-hmm. where's the hole? There really right. wasn't one Not outside really. of like the offensive line yeah. was an Maybe, issue, but yeah. whatever. Um, and tight end probably, but like <laughs> looking at like looking at that, it's like those yeah. two like projected. Like I'm very excited to watch this this season. Mm-hmm. I haven't been that excited to watch a Detroit season. Yeah, and, and like it's probably said, like five years. I, I, obviously, right. All right, let's shift back now to to the expectation. Assuming it's okay. Kate is the pick. I mean, are you in the same mindset that I am that they should be? Com- I'm not saying they need to be like a four seed next year. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is that they need to be in that Charlotte Hornet type of area where like you're competing in the, or you need to be in the play. You need to be in the play in. I yeah. think, in my opinion, or like just missed out on it because you had an unlucky break. Something. I'm I'm not a hundred percent there yet because I think. The because like when you look at like Charlotte, a lot of those guys are like more veteran guys, oh, and they just added Gordon in, Hayward. They, yeah. yeah, then Miles they Bridges. added in Lamelo, who yeah. just like made everything work, and he's like the only young guy really on the team, yeah. and everything else worked. That's this team, year. this team is so young. Like you have Killian, who's twenty, Shadik, who's like twenty one, Isaiah mm-hmm. Stewart, who's like twenty two. Like all these guys are. I think like your starting lineup is probably an average age of like twenty four. Yeah, so yeah, makes because, me sound so old. and then Kate is like <laughs> Kate's twenty in like a hundred days or something. Yeah. So half of them can't even drink yet. So right. good. Um, More yeah, time good. For More time for practice, baby. <laughs> uh, but I would I would say because they had twenty, they'll probably get to like thirty to thirty two wins next year, yeah. which I don't think will be, be the enough. break yeah. to get in. But I think you'll see massive improvement. I think the year after. I think you're like you better be like a nine seed or yeah. or eight seed or whatever. Yeah. But like I like this season, it's hard because I'm like I want to say yes, yeah. but at the same time, every I'm year looking, yeah, for the last like four years, we go into lion seasons going, oh, they should be this, right? And, and then, then like they're not because dumpster. like you miss you misinterpret what the roster really is. This like is I don't want to be like Cade's all of a sudden gonna be LeBron and just like pull him to a seven right. seed. Right. I don't think he's gonna be that great no. right away. I'm just looking at it from okay, we've had a year in. We've got guys like if Killian Hayes didn't get hurt, I feel like we, it would be faster. I, I would be like, but oh man, like because Killian got Kim hurt, do, he only right? played like twenty two games, games yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like only playing twenty two. He didn't get the experience right. that like Shadik and everyone got. Yeah. So they're gonna get much better. But I don't Wasn't know. It if weird Shadik was the third out of those. They took Stewart before they took Shadik. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. To and Shadik's like, the best of the three so far. It's, but it's great. I love yeah. It. So I'm not. I'm not necessarily. I guess I'm just like lowering my expectations yeah, slightly. For sure, so for sure. like if they are the eighth yeah. seed and they're playing, like, oh, okay, I'm like, cool, oh, yeah, perfect. Like I great. just like, but I don't, I don't think. Yeah, especially because like teams like Washington are still like they're gonna like with Westbrook and Beal, they're gonna be like competitive. Yeah, Boston, I think it's gonna depend on what like, happens with some of these teams too, yeah. right? Like if they trade Beal away, then yeah, then it's a different like, story, okay, right? Because you know what's funny? We talk about the East is kind of a dumpster fire, but it's a dumpster fire, but they're all kind of the same. So it's like. I feel like it would almost be it's easier to get a three or four seed in the East than it would be to get a six, seven, eight it because is. they're all clumped together. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like from like six to ten or right. twelve. You're all right. Together. It's all within yeah. three games. So, right. uh, like, I don't trust them yet to win those three games to get to the play-in. But right. I would say, like, you're gonna uh, okay. Here's where I put it. They're gonna be because like. They're gonna be better. They're gonna be better, and they're gonna be they're gonna be in the area, but Mm -hmm. they won't be like in the play. They'll probably be like the twelve at like thirty two wins probably next year. I'm I'm very excited. You know, you you think about it with Detroit sports. This kind of just reinvent. This is something that I think a lot of fans are like, okay, we're back a little bit, like because 
unobjectively, you can say right now, three out of four sports, you have good people in charge. Iserman, yes. you've seen what Tampa's in the Stanley Cup final right now with an Iserman built team, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so you got Iserman running the wings. You've got Troy Weaver running the Pistons with a solid head coach in Dwayne Casey, former coach of the year. And now you've got the Lions with Brad Holmes, who I can, I'm just going to say, nothing else, I don't know what Dan Campbell's going to be yet. This team isn't going to be very good, but I have at least confidence that he is a good evaluator of talent yeah. so far. So with those three things, and Alavila sucks, but we're going to leave him out of it. But three out of four teams, you can say, man, you feel like you got the right guy in charge. You mm-hmm. feel like you have somebody here who knows how to build a competitive roster and has an actual plan to say, this is where we're at. These are the steps that we are going to have to take. It's not going to be overnight. Now, Troy Weaver went, well, it's going to be kind of overnight because I'm going to take the whole roster and throw it away. Yeah. But for the most part, you're seeing steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, As much as it pains me to say that, it probably benefited the Lions to trade Matthew Stafford away because it's going to expedite everything you do, yeah. right? You know, well, The previous regime would not trade Calvin Johnson. It's a stupid move. You should have yeah. traded him. Get whatever you could for him. So, like, those are the kind of moves, the difficult decisions where you go, yeah, we got to let Blake Griffin go. A, because he sucks, but B, because, he, you know, like, we need to kind of get these young guys in here. We need to suck in order to get better long term. Yeah. You know, they tanked without tanking yeah. is what they did. And, a, and a, you know, mm-hmm. and it worked out for them. So, it's like, it just reinvigorates everything that I got. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. man, finally something went our way, right? Yeah. We don't get to see Torkelson still for some stupid reason. We don't get, you know, we, we drafted a Panay School. who was going to be great, I'm sure, but, like, are you really going to be able to notice on game day? Yeah. Not really until you go back and look at it and go, wow, he, he didn't let yeah. up the sack all year. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's not sexy. It's something you can go, that contributed to wins. We mm-hmm. saw it. You know, this pick is has to. It has to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. Yeah, it's very exciting. I don't know. I just yeah. to me, or they or they trade away and get a lot of in the return, and then they pick like Jalen Green. We'll see yeah, what happens. I don't know. I guess we'll um, see. There's some people that are like clamoring for the lot or for the Pistons to go get Ben Simmons, and I'm just like, why would you yeah. do that to yourself? Now, see, the Ben Simmons thing is like interesting because I think a lot of people are very like recency biased. Oh, on absolutely. That. Because like you look player. like 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 in the regular season he put up he had like a game where he had forty five points right. like it's not that he can't play he just right. had a bad like five games yeah. everyone goes oh my god he You're can't play he sucked yeah he was just like not yeah. ready for the moment um this was, like one of his first few times playing in front of like big fan crowds yeah. and he was yeah. he just wasn't ready for it but I don't think it's now I wouldn't do it no, per se. But I like too much it's, money. It's too, yeah, it's it's really the money issue. Yeah. Is you're I don't want to you're that much. just about to get out of what Stan Van's crap hole situation yeah. after next year. So it's like, don't I yeah. would not want. If to Ben Simmons on his rookie deal, oh yeah, it would be, it'd sure, be a very I mean, it would yeah. be a very strong idea. Right. But all the money is the reason why. The, I and the only do thing it, with but. the trade thing is you'd have to get a Boston Celtic type of return. Yeah, like you'd have to get oogles and. Oogles of stuff. And mm-hmm. shoot, I don't really trust the Pistons' luck to get another one of these picks in the next 10, 15 years. No. <laughs> so it's like, I'm kind of just like, let's just take the best guy and yeah. develop him and let's just let's just roll. It's exciting nonetheless. It's going to, like I said, it's gonna, it, we're 27 minutes in. It dominates this show this week. It has to. It's the big, it's the most uplifting, like, oh my gosh, we, it, it happened. Something good finally happened here in years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can, I can, we can talk and be excited about Penny Sewell. Or Torkelson, or oh, hey, Casey Mize looked really good yesterday, or something like that. But 
in the grand scheme of things, to have a guy in the sport that you're almost going to see almost immediate dividends from, mm-hmm. it's it's exciting. That's, what, that's the fun part about the NBA. Is yeah, like, right. It's uh, immediate. Like, a star oh, okay, player can impact the team so quickly. LaMelo quick Ball, perfect example, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know what he's going to be in the NBA. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I'm just going to be really fucking good. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. So, um, all right, let's shift focus here. Let's talk. Let's... Let's go to the Debbie Downer of the show. Let's talk Helen Cell. Wait, uh, I thought we were going to do an East or Western. Oh, yeah, we're going to do East or Western. I'm sorry. Yeah, totally. So we're not going to the Debbie Downer yet. Yeah, not yet. Hold on. That's for later. <laughs> Save that good nugget. Yeah, let's talk East and West because while we're on the topic of basketball. All right, 3 1 so far. Suns over uh, the Clippers. Um, what is it? Is it 2 1? It it's 1-1 one, one in the one, East, one, 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 but one. there's a game Sunday night, Sunday 8.30. Night. So when you guys so hear this, it could I'm going to say it will be 2-1 someone. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, first off, who do you got winning? I mean, I'm, we're gonna, assuming the Suns get yeah, it. I'm taking Phoenix. I just don't think the Clippers can win two in Phoenix. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the way I'll say it, but like three in a row is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I do think that— Hey, they got Ty Lue, man, in the bench, yeah. all right? He did it before. Uh, if— um, if they win game, if the Clippers can pull out game five, I think there's a strong chance they, they win game seven. six, right. and, and it goes seven. seven. And at that point, it's just like if the Clippers just can't miss a shot, then right. then they miss. win. Right. But I think Phoenix will take it. It's a lot to ask. There's yeah. a lot of things that need to go right for them. Um, I'm kind of hoping Phoenix wins anyway. I think yeah. it's a lot more of a fun storyline. I think it it's a better finals. If, yeah, for if sure. Phoenix wins. East is a little bit more. Confusing, I think, in my yes. opinion. You saw a tale of two different teams in Milwaukee that first game, right? It's like, okay, Trey Young is the second Messiah. And the second game, he gets blown up by 50, and you're like, all right, I don't yeah, understand. We'll just have which, which, which Milwaukee team yeah, is the get, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So it's like, for me, where do you stand on this matchup? Um, I think it'd be hilarious to see a Hawk Sun final just because it'd be like, remember that year? Because like, you yeah. go back in history and go, that doesn't make any sort yeah. of sense, right? Yeah, and then we haven't um, had one of those in a long time. Right, so. yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. Um, I mean, what do you make of this series? Who do you get winning it, even yeah. with tonight? We're yeah. recording this on Sunday, obviously, so we don't know. But Yeah, I mean, I'm taking Milwaukee long-term yeah. in, like, six games. I think that's what I gambled you on. You think this is thing that it. it's like, at this point, because they got through KD, right? They, they you know, I'm... I guess they got through the heat question mark. I don't know. Yeah, I'd sure. be yeah. yeah. Why not? Did they even play that series? I don't, even know. I don't know. Right. So like, but like, there's no LeBron waiting for you on the West. Yeah. There's no Steph waiting for you. There's no. There's probably there's no Kawhi right now. Even if yeah. the Clippers win, you don't even know if he's gonna be back for the finals anyway. Yeah. So it's like, is this like Giannis is the last? I want to say marquee star. Like Devin yeah. Booker's getting there. Trey Young is gonna get there because of these runs. But right now, going into it, it's like it was the Giannis thing. Yeah. Is it almost imperative that they do win it yeah. for him? Because it's like, you don't know. Like, LeBron's going to come back with a vengeance. Brooklyn's going to be good next year. You don't know, based on your rosters right now, if you're going to make it back. Yeah. And well, this a lot is, of stuff invested in this I, iteration. I was thinking about this in the shower this morning that I think it's actually very important. Shower thoughts. Sh- it's really shower thoughts. <laughs> uh, I think it was important that Phoenix actually wins at all. Oh, yeah. Because I think Milwaukee has a better chance to get, the, yeah, to, get to get back. back. Yeah. Like, if, if if we had a Phoenix-Milwaukee finals, yeah. and you asked me, like we did with the Bucks mm-hmm. chiefs and you're like, all right, what team would you gamble on to go back? Right. I would say the Bucks because I don't trust the Nets' history or injury history. Right. And there's not really another team that super scares me in the East. Right. But I think Milwaukee can at least match up well with, like, the Sixers, obviously with the Hawks, right. Right. whoever, name a team in the right. East, they can match up with. As we just talked about, it's kind of a cluster. Yeah, it's like a cluster. <laughs> um, the West, 
the Phoenix Ice think had a really nice couple breaks where like AD LeBron both relatively yeah. AD was out LeBron right. was LeBron just was hurt. Not 100% Jamal Murray sure. got hurt, which yep. I think makes that team so much better when Jamal Murray's there. Well, uh, when, when Porter's got to be your number two option, two, it's, that's, it's a little that's rough. A tough, yeah. um, Kawhi being out, it kind of yeah. helps you a lot. And then even the Warriors are going to be back with Clay and Steph both being back. I think they're going to have. Just a, I don't know if they'll make the finals, but oh, they're, they're gonna have some kind of yeah. crazy Clay resurgence. Is come back with a vengeance. vengeance. He's oh gonna he, that first game in Oracle with a full crowd. They have he, two picks in the first round. They had seven and fourteen. They can maybe package up and do something as well. Yeah, they can the maybe draft. get like a Jalen Green or Mobley right. and help and they, out. And they or got whatever. Wiseman from the you know the number yeah. two pick last so, year. They've so got they're they're gonna there. be solid. So for me, Phoenix is like the team where I would be like Bucks. I'm like they can make it back yeah. probably. Phoenix. I'm like they're they're a really solid team, but I don't know. How well Imagine I think Wiggins, they're great. Andrew Wiggins being like your fourth option yeah. on that Warrior team. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's, like that's that's that's, how, that's tough. <laughs> that's why for me I'm like I don't know if Phoenix. Yeah. I love the run and I like the team build. Yeah. But I don't know if they're well. Chris Paul's free enough. agent yeah. too. So do you bring him back? Yeah. I so I don't know do. if you're, I don't know if you're good enough as yeah. Phoenix to get back. So I think this is more important run for Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but free agency in this offseason is going to be interesting for the NBA because I I feel like you could there's potential to see a lot of stars on bad teams get moved, right? Yeah. Like I, I think Bradley Beal could get moved. I think Kyrie Irving could get moved. I know yeah. he just got there, but it's like I don't think they'll move Kyrie. But, but, but I'm just saying, like yeah. there's a, there's a possibility, right? Like yeah. we've already seen Kemba Walker get dealt for peanuts. They had to give them a for just take him, please, yeah. right? Um, you know, so there, there's there's guys around the league where you're like, man, you know, where's Chris Paul gonna go? Someone's gonna overpay for him, clearly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he didn't in, in Phoenix. Maybe they can do it for us. You yeah. know what I mean? So you're gonna see that happen. Does he stay in Phoenix? Is Phoenix like, hey, let's try and run it back? I don't yeah. think it's the smartest option in the world. I don't but, think so either, but know, it happens. Whatever, um, right? So, but yeah, so it, it's it's interesting. I do think we're gonna get Milwaukee Phoenix. Yeah. Um, in that matchup. I mean, who who do you think gets it here? I mean, it's hard right now to me. To it's like, it's yeah, a it's like Devin Booker's not going to put up thirty five. Like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> I I think I would lend myself to say Phoenix. Yeah, um, isn't that weird to say? A little bit, <laughs> but it's for me. This is probably I don't remember the last time I really had a toss up series like this. Like yeah, every right. year, I was yeah. pretty confident on yeah. LeBron, LeBron, whoever. <laughs> Yeah, you can just say it. That's <laughs> I had I had a very good feeling yeah. on whether they won or lost. I was like, I'm gonna root for yeah. someone. Or I had a feeling like when he goes up against Golden State, I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, well, but, even, even the year they didn't make it, who went that year? Was it Golden State? And Golden Toronto? State and Toronto, oh, and I'm like, well, Golden State's Golden destroyed. State's better, but Golden State's destroyed, so it's probably gonna be quiet Toronto, Toronto there right. or whatever. Yeah. So this is like the first one since like 2010 where I feel like it's a it's a really strong toss up for me. That's so sad. But um, I would probably take Phoenix. Like six or seven. Yeah, I just want to say seven. Let's just say. Yeah, seven. let's just say seven because it's more fun if it goes to a game seven. Yeah. But I think I think Devin Booker shooting is absolutely insane. So yeah. and I don't think that I don't think the Bucks, even though they have the defense, don't have the firepower because Giannis is, can't shoot. Which so, is weird to know, say, right? Because you're like you, you look at that at one point too. I remember when they played the Pistons in the, and you're like, man, this bench is even like super stacked. Like I think they've had better teams in the past that yeah, just didn't have. get there. Yeah. But now it's like okay, you've got. Drew Holiday can't shoot for whatever reason right now. I don't mm-hmm. know what happened to him. Milton's fine. Mm-hmm. Giannis can't shoot. PJ Tucker is not there for offense. Yeah, he's only uh, there to guard only, someone. Yeah, to guard the best player, right, and to start some fights. Mm-hmm. And and so it's like, okay, it, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Where I'm like, I like them a lot against the Nets because I thought they were gonna beat the Nets up. Yeah, and it didn't really happen the way I thought it was going to. Yeah. So now it's hard for me to be like, yeah, I think the Bucks should have the edge because, you know. 
pound for pound, they're probably the best player in Giannis, the most quick player. But right now, it's not even about that. It's just about who's hot right yeah. now. And Devin Booker's the hottest player in the league. Mm-hmm. So, or in the rest him, of his player. Him like, Trey Young, right? Him, Cameron Payne, Chris yeah, Paul. They're all, like, going Cameron nuts. Cameron Payne's, like, going from Cam the Cam Johnson has a shot in, like, four, four yeah. games. I'm like... And Chris so, Paul's putting up a healthy 12 points a game, but it's, yeah. like, the biggest 12, 12 points. points ever. <laughs> like, so, I'm like, I, I just think Phoenix is going to be a little overwhelming. And I think Phoenix... I don't know if they're thinking in the back of their mind because they're probably really confident right now, but they're like, man, when everyone's healthy, mm-hmm. it's yeah, going to well, be a lot tougher to get back. Yeah. So I think that it's like we have to win this one. Yeah. So I think they're going to be more motivated. Where the Bucks are like, it's very exciting. we just have to I get like through this. the Nets this again. So it's gonna be fun. I like the fact that we're, we have teams in here right now. You're like, man, like no one had any thought at yeah. all that Phoenix and Atlanta. This is definitely going to be Lakers Magic 2009 where you're going back and you go, wait, what happened there? How yeah, the right. Magic yeah, get how there? The hell the Ma- oh, Dwight Howard was there. It's like, you still didn't answer my question. Yeah, like, I'm like, that didn't answer. Keenan <laughs> Turkoglu had a great playoff series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was their coach? Stan Van Gundy. Ooh, Ooh, gross. Yeah. yeah. Gross, gross, gross. Or it's like that Spurs-Cavs year where LeBron just gets desperate. like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. You know, well, the Pistons blew it, and then the Spurs went, oh, don't worry, we got this. Yeah, we got We won't yeah. blow it. We'll yeah. sweep them. Don't exactly. worry. Um, yeah, yeah interesting for sure, though. I like it. I like these small market teams. I think it helps the NBA as a whole. It shows that given a little bit of luck and, and putting together a good young roster with, with key veteran pieces can really make a difference and really get you there because that's mm-hmm. really where you're at right now. So uh, it's exciting for sure. All right. I guess let's talk Helen Estelle. Unfortunately. See, we're going to go down just to go a little bit more. Yeah, up then we're going to go up with the college football players. And then end it. So it'll be fine. Yeah, right, before we get ridiculous here. All right, let's talk Helen Estelle here. I mean, there's only like five matches on this damn card, right? Yeah, so, six. Um, overall grade for the show, dare I ask, on the incredibly, incredibly difficult Mike Merkel rating zone. Yeah. I mean, this is my solid, solid F minus. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I wish I could say F minus. <laughs> Whatever. They just didn't show up. Yeah, they, <laughs> I wish they didn't just show up. Uh, I'd probably just say like C, and just get it over with. Yeah, I'm, yeah. because I like I like the main event. Main event was good until and, the last couple minutes. Yeah, it's, and then everything else yeah. was. Um, it was. Fu- actually, it was either it was either rinse and repeat or it was just okay. Yeah, I just and we'll get into it. Let's just get into the matches. I got yeah. points to make, but all right. So we open with the first. Uh, four Hell in a Cell matches on the weekend. That's how I'm going to say it because <laughs> yeah, there's four of them. Reigns versus Mysterio. It was weird not having Reigns on the pay-per-view. Yeah. It definitely felt like, oh, wait, we don't have a Roman, Roman Reigns match. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it really it did. Really was. Like, even, so, if he plays, even if he plays Mysterio and beats the crap out of that little yeah, man for five minutes. Yeah. Also, also, we got to get rid of this Thunderdome. I cannot wait for Monday Dude. in the Blank, which I think oh we're going to talk gosh. about for like five seconds. I am dying. But when you watch oh. AEW, even this past Saturday yeah. night show and how hot that crowd was, I'm like, bro, we got to We got to get them Just out of here. Just crowds back. And it, with all the rumors of SummerSlam, we're not going to get into it right now, but like, I'm, yeah. I have high expectations. expectations. Yeah, for, I agree. Anyway, back to the show. Yeah. Uh, so we had the SmackDown Women's uh, Hell in a Cell match. We had yep. Bianca Belair. Oh, they all say verse crap. Versus Bailey, yeah, um, she takes the win. Yeah, which Bianca takes the win. It got yep. three and a half stars, um, and it ended with Bianca Belair hitting her uh, below KO yeah. on the on the ladder. That's what I'm gonna call actually, it. Actually, I thought this match, was but it was, it was pretty solid. I thought it was really solid, and I thought it did a nice job. I don't, but they 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 hurt it for me because then on SmackDown this last week they have enough. They like they Bailey gets a tag victory over Bianca, so it's like yeah. they, like Helena Cell needs to be a blow off. Yeah, so like. 
I understand Bailey being her first challenger. I get it. They're basically just in a holding pattern on some of these feuds until SummerSlam. Because mm-hmm. you're feeling Sasha's going to come back for that SummerSlam rematch. Yeah. But, like, for me, it's, like, that should have been the blow-off. Have somebody else do it. Don't have her on the show. I don't care, like, at this point, right? Like, you don't need another one because you're killing Bailey at this point. And, mm-hmm. and Bailey's a big character for you. So it's like, why not have... Natalia or yeah. Nate, I don't care. Name somebody else mm-hmm. to take this, to take the L in like a random, hey, I just get an opportunity type situation. I don't know. It just yep. didn't make any sense. Thought this match was really solid though. I yeah. thought that finish looked like it sucked. <laughs> Bailey took a couple big hard falls there. Yeah. Um, so I, it's hard to reinvent the wheel when you know you got one every year mm-hmm. with the Hell in a Cell. It it's really easy is. to kind of let forget about it and go, yeah, I haven't seen a Hell in a Cell in a while. And then you get one now. It's like, Oh, it was a whole pay-per-view dedicated yeah. to it. It was like less than a year because yeah. they changed the time yeah, zone of exactly. it. So, so it's like it went six from, months. It went from October to wherever we're at. Yeah, what, June? June, whatever. Yeah. So it's like eight months away. Not good. Um, we had Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Got three and a half stars. Rollins gets his win Rollins back. Rollins gets his win back from Cesaro. Yep. Um, I This is like probably my favorite match on the card. <laughs> I had to double check because um, I just love watching Rollins wrestle good people. Yeah. And so it was a lot of fun. Once um, again, it speaks to the depth of SmackDown. The problem with it, once again, these matches feel like we're just in a holding pattern yeah. for other things to happen. And mm-hmm. it's like, I get Rollins getting this one back. Uh, spoiler alert, I know Edge is challenging for against Roman. I love the fact that Edge is back. Thought it was great. Um but if you mean to tell me right now, there's no way Seth Rollins doesn't interfere in that match to cost Edge that match to then sp- the, to spur the feud to go to SummerSlam with Edge versus Rollins. I mean, I'm writing this for you because yeah. it's, it's already done. It's yeah. going to happen. So just expect it because we're going to see Cena yeah. and Reigns at, at SummerSlam, hopefully. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be super freaking... Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully he can. He talks better than he acts Ooh. in Fast Nine. That was a hit, Ooh. but his acting's awful. It, it frustrates me to no end. I haven't seen it. I went and saw that Hitman's girlfriend's bodyguards, <laughs> whatever. She, yeah, I actually, that was really good. Yeah, it was kind of funny. funny. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, is he's a comedy. He's goal. a national treasure. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so our next match we Not have you, Nick, all this. Uh, Alexa. Oh God, Alexa Bliss. Oh, this is rough. <laughs> versus Shane Baszler. With Nijax. Baszler was an undefeated monster, monster. super over. And now we have magic potions I that just watched ever lose. Survivor Series 2019 when she won that triple threat between Bailey and Becky and everything. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was, yeah, that was, that was really good. Solid. And, and now I you watched, look at it now and you're like, watching a triple what's... threat between AJ and Roderick Strong and Shinsuke. And I was like, wow, this is really good. Adam Cole versus Pete Down. It was a pretty good show. And yeah. Now I get this garbage. <laughs> yeah. Next. It got it got one star and we could just go next. Okay, yeah, I like hard this. pass. Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn won. I uh, got uh, was that three and three quarter stars. Ooh, it's a good match. Yeah, it was so a good it was match. Good. It's just once again, it's just rinse and repeat from the last. Right, one. exactly, and that's the, and that's the hardest part about this show is that you're not outside of the main event where you get some sort of payoff. Kind of, mm-hmm. um, it, it's hard to to really be like, wow, that was man, that was awesome because we're gonna see him on on SmackDown next week. So yep. it's like. I just want them to be a tag team and just yeah, awesome. just, just roll. With they it. were together for that short time. I was like, oh, this is perfect time. Put the tag titles on them, let them run for like a year. And they did. Nope. All right. So this next match, Rob, I don't think I've ever been more angry at a finish in my entire life. I can tell you and the time that I bet you you were. 
You think so? I think so. Okay. So we had this for all women's title match. We didn't even match. know each other back then, but I guarantee you if you watched it, I bet you Okay. Agree. So this match got three and a quarter stars somehow. <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. <laughs> and so let's just go over this finish because yep. it was awful. Yep. So they're fighting outside, mm-hmm. and Rhea Ripley, was it Rhea or Charlotte, who like takes the cover of the announce table? Mm-hmm. I think it was Rhea. I think so. And she like pulls it off, yep. hits Charlotte in the face. DQ and I said what yeah. I was like so you could put people through tables that's through actually, that same table that's happenstance without a DQ <laughs> but the lid cover you yeah. can't you can't accidentally hit them you can use the steel steps yeah you can use like literally anything else the outside ring posts post, you can turnbuckle yeah all that stuff is legal spear them through the barricade all fine all fine yeah but when you hit them with the, the top portion of the table it's a dq i literally was so i almost i pulled up my phone and almost texted you but i was like i'm too angry to text you i was like i literally hated this finish maybe more than i mean i hated that the handcuff thing when they just stopped counting i hated that because they went oh crap because they went i just can't get the key out but that was like 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 a botch that was like a a botch so like design Flawed. Yeah, like it was right. supposed to, like they were supposed to release at nine, which would have right. been cool. Yep. This was just like we intentionally have nothing, have nothing, so we're just gonna DQ in the and you're gonna see possible. it next month once again. There's a there's a theme here. Yeah, these matches. But the one I would say, do you remember No Way Out going into WrestleMania 24? Cena wins the Rumble, comes back from injury, right? Mm-hmm. The main the, the it's Orton defending against Cena. And the end of the match is Randy Orton slaps the referee intentionally to get disqualified. I do remember that, and that did bug me. <laughs> you, could, you know what's funny, though? It's, I thought you were going to – because they did the same finish at, like, SummerSlam 2009. Yeah. But they just kept restarting the match, so yeah. I was fine. I was like, no. oh, you're cool. We're just yeah. going to keep no, going. No, and they just left with the title. And yeah. It's like, it's my last shot. I also hated <laughs> to bring up all these dumb ones yeah. when, like, Jeff Hardy and CM Punk had a rivalry in 2009. Yeah. And Punk, like – hurt his eye and yeah. then hit the referee yeah. and they got DQ'd. I'm like, why doesn't every person do this ever every time? Do yeah. it every single time. Yeah. Like just hit the referee if you're about to lose. Right. I don't understand. Yeah. But those always bug me, but they happen so often that like I just go, I guess I'll live with it. Yeah. But this was like you hit him with it every single match. Yeah. Like you hit him with this top thing every single time. Yeah. So why is it DQ now? I don't understand. I hate every second of it. No, it was. It, I honestly didn't really enjoy the match. No, all that much the match either. got. I don't think. Well, here's the thing. Because they're both bad guys. Yeah. So who do you root for? They have a six woman tag match where Charlotte is with Natalia and Tamina. I go, Natalia and Tamina are baby faces. Yeah. They're, smack, they're the world tag team champions. And you got to go with Charlotte. Charlotte's not a baby face, though. Yeah. And then you've got Dana Brooke and uh, the other blonde. Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose with, with Rhea. I'm like, are they bad guys either? Like, yeah. are, technically, well, I guess. Te- yeah, I mean. But, like, this doesn't make any sense. You don't know who to root for because yeah. they both are. I'm like, I don't really care about either one of these people right but now. But, like, in a smart world, if if you have two heels even at that point, yeah. just put the, all the champions on one team. No kidding. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they together like, and then they turn on each other. We yeah. get, like, conf- yeah, I yeah. just don't get it. Like, why would you put the tag champs? I just feel like the way for Becky to get back. Yeah, they're just to challenge yeah. Rhea. Money in the Bank, 
pray to God Becky just runs out and interferes. Yeah, I, money that's in the bank is you know be what? good because you're gonna see through it. Oh, SummerSlam is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Listen, if if Becky Lynch interferes and costs someone yeah. the title or helps someone win, right. I will not. I will come on right now and say I will not bitch about that because that'll be the greatest thing ever. Yeah, because she's gonna get because she's gonna get a massive pop, and I won't have to see this match seven more times. I can see Becky Lynch versus all these people seven, seven more, more times, times, and I'm fine with that. I'm not okay with this. Anyway, yeah, no, was, so was, I hate it. Again, I, if you don't have a person to root for, because you don't really like, I don't really want to see Charlotte win, but Rhea hasn't done. Rhea's not over to the level that she was in NXT. Yeah, you haven't done that. She wasn't a big enough baby face when you brought her to then flip her to heel. Yeah, like I just don't. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But it, it happened. Rough. It was rough. So then they were like, you know what? We know you. We gave you this rough one with this awful commentary. So we're going to give you this one with the same bad commentary, but a better match. So we're going to give you Bobby Lashley beating Drew McIntyre in another dumb finish that yeah. I hated. So to yeah. talk about this one, because I was like, all right, they're not going to do two awful finishes in a row in Hell in a Cell. Am I wrong? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so MVP somehow gets in the cell. Yeah. And then cost him the match because you got to help the referee. Because you got to help the referee, yeah. and I'm just like, God, can we just have like? I remember there was a point in time when they were like, we're having a cage match, so no one can interfere. Yeah, and I go, but every cage match they interfere now. <laughs> I know, I know. And here's the thing: it's not so much oh that God. MVP got involved; it's no DQ, right? So I understand, right? Yeah, you know, but. You book yourself into a corner when you say, okay, it's his last shot because then you have to – if you don't want to give the title back to Drew, which is fine, right? Yeah. Like I'm cool with Bobby being champion. Same. But like you now have – you you book yourself into an impossible – it's like, well, what we can't have Drew just lose. I go, why the hell not? Yeah. Like he, if Bobby Lash is WWE champion, he's the favorite going into the match. He's – he beat him. Like, yeah. why not just have him beat? Like, you don't got to choke him out, but you mean to tell me right now that, like, you it's a no-DQ match. You mean to tell me right now if Lashley runs a running power slam through a table and then throws him into the ring and cho- and takes his lifeless body and chokes him out, that Drew looks bad? He goes, mm-hmm. he had to hit his two finishes in a no-DQ match after 25 minutes of beating the crap out of each other. How does Drew look bad in that circumstance? I mm-hmm. go... He's your one of your most overstars. At some point, they get too big where it's like if they lose, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to lose because it makes the guy. If you go out and have a good match, every freaking wrestling personality I've ever talked to heard this. It's like wins and losses don't matter. But yet somehow we never can have anybody just win and lose clean. Yeah. I don't get it. If you want Bobby Lashley and Brock, if I don't know if Brock's coming back, but if that's the match that they're trying to build to, if Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Then how the hell can you expect me to have any faith or trust or belief that Bobby Lashley is going to beat Brock Lesnar if he can't beat Drew clean? I get it. He's a heel. We already know Bobby's a heel. Mm-hmm. We've got that already. He He's a heel. We, we're understanding. And, and Drew is the biggest baby face possible right now. We're, on, we're already on the same page here. So why does he need to win? He doesn't need to cheat. Even Reigns, who does a lot of shady stuff in his matches, at the end of the day... Paul Heyman is not interfering in these matches mm. in the big ones, right? Okay, he beats, you know, whoever. He beat Ray pretty much clean, beat the crap out of him. Beat yeah. Cesaro pretty much. Like, some of these matches, it's like, okay, I get it. But at some point, they're established. We don't need to continue to beat a dead horse. I just yeah. feel like at times they overthink it where it's like, all right, we got to make sure that Drew looks 
protected. I mean, he still lost. He still got no shot at the title. Mm-hmm. What? What's the problem here? I don't get it. I don't know. It's just, <sighs> yeah, I know. It's it's, it's an over. It's an over justification where it's like you've done such a great job of building Drew McIntyre over the last year and a half. You, it's okay if he loses. Mm-hmm. Cena lost, and it's okay. He's yeah. still the biggest star possible. Yeah. And when he did lose, it meant something. Yeah. That's the point. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Next. Well, Next. That's it. well, that's it. Next. That was that was our whole show. Oh, that's rough. It was yeah. bad. It was not. It was bad. I, I I watched it all. Yeah, I did too. Real quick on Money in the Bank, though, I do want to yeah. ask you this: Are you are you happy or are you concerned or anything like that? That like I feel like this Money in the Bank show, when it comes to the Money in the Bank matches themselves, need to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins these matches needs to be another star, like or somebody that they're they're going to elevate to the main event scene. Yeah, are you? Happy that we're seeing a whole bunch of guys as of right now. Now I'm sure Orton and Drew or one of those guys is going to somehow find, figure out a way into this damn thing. Mm-hmm. That they haven't gone the traditional route where it's like, okay, we got John Morrison, Riddle, Big E, Sammy, or Kevin, depending on whoever's going to win that match on Friday. Like we're going to have a lot of guys that, oh, Ricochet's in this. Like a whole bunch of guys, you're like, they're on the threshold or like, hey, we're going to finally kind of get behind one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Are you more in favor of it or would you prefer it to be, okay, we got AJ, we got Orton, we've got Drew, we've got Sheamus, yeah. all the big, big yeah, no, guys. I mean, I, I, want, I want a new star here. So yeah. you know, give me someone else. But I do want some kind of like I, I do I'm okay having a, guy, a, a Drew or yeah, an Orton in there just yeah. just to be like if nothing else he's the favorite he's going the in. favorite and right. like there's like you can have some of those moments where he's like reaching oh, up and I'm like crap. yeah and, he, and even if one yeah. of them won I'm not gonna hate yeah but like that's like winning they really need to hit on these especially the men's the women I think they've done an okay job I thought Oscar yeah. did a nice job when they did the they did the thing with Becky getting pregnant and all that stuff and yeah. Um, Bailey winning it and cashing in right after that. Thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, but the men's Money in the Bank briefcase last few years has been rough. Brock winning it, shoot me in the face. Um, Otis, shoot me in the face. Um, Baron Corbin blew that one, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's been times where you're just like, dude, like just let's let's try something else here. Yeah. Um, I'm really nervous that they're going to give it to Big E, and I'm going to echo this sentiment when we preview this show in a couple weeks. I just don't think that he is a guy that can carry a show. I yeah. just, I've just never, and maybe I'm in the minority. I know a lot of the internet community is like, no, we don't give Big E. I'm like, okay, he was Intercontinental Champion, but what did he do as Intercontinental Champion? I thought he had a good feud, mm-hmm. but... Day in, day out, like he's the guy we're paying to see as world champion. I just don't know yeah. if that's the thing. I I'm, I'm willing hard. to give just about anyone in the match a shot for it. Yeah. The thing is, they had to have a quick trigger on if it doesn't work. Right. To get off. Right. Because that's the problem that they do is I'm cool giving like like that's why like when New Japan I always mm-hmm. enjoy like they yeah, get when the Shingo's t- champion right now. You're like. I don't get it, but let's let's yeah. see what we'll happens. We'll see, right. and they, they are very good at, okay, if it doesn't work, just give it to Okada, and right. then we'll work someone else right. out. Or like right. when Evil won it, and they were like, wow, this sucks. Right. Naito just took just it right it off. Right of, like right, like, right. like yeah. New Japan's very good at, we're going to test the waters, yeah. but if it doesn't work, we'll pull it we'll right away from them. pull a swerve. Let's see. Do they take it? Like when they did it with Okada, they took it off him and they went, maybe we should have left it. And then they yeah. went right back to him. And then they went, back and to then him. They went oh, we have a yeah, we're, yeah, we're rolling. Yeah. So like if Big E does win Money in the Bank and say he cashes in on 
Brock or something, yeah, right? right? You he holds it for three weeks, and then that match you go, okay, how how is people feeling? Do right. people just hate him? Yeah. Is he a draw? If he's not, put the pedal right back on Brock. Yeah. But if not, roll with it for a little bit. See what happens. You know what I mean? Like I just worry it's like this Kofi thing. Like I thought Kofi was fine as champion, yeah, but I never really thought that he like and, and we're seeing well, I know he's back in the main event technically I guess but like yeah. I just never thought that he got over as the yeah. champion see that see Kofi is like where my worry would be is yeah. I don't want him to hold the title for seven months if yeah. it doesn't work right like they need okay, to go they need Dolph yeah okay. if Kofi like for Kofi's I was like after a month or two I was like mm-hmm. All right, they probably need to take the title off him because it's yeah. not like rolling right. as nice. Yeah. And that's the same thing with Big E. I'm like, if they give the title to him and one or two months in, he has two title defenses, and everyone's like, wow, we don't like these matches, pull yeah. it right off him and give yeah. it to Cesaro I'm, or some shit. Like, I have whatever. Very, like, I don't know who else is going to be in this match. Like, if Kevin Owens got in or Sami Zayn, I'd be reading for them. I'm also very much on the John Morrison train. I, ever since he got brought back, they haven't yeah. done anything with him. I've been a John Morrison guy, though, since he debuted with Eminem. I'm like, that's future world champion. I was yeah. calling it forever. But, like, for me, it's one of these few guys that, like, he's been world champion literally everywhere else. AAA held all three titles at the same time. Impact. Lucha Underground. Um, name a company. He's been the mm. world champion everywhere else except for WWE. And it's like, man... I just think that from a match quality standpoint, I just think that he could be a good, you know, like this guy. He fills that Miz role kind yeah. of with Miz being on the shelf right now to be kind of his mouthpiece because he doesn't have a super strong promo. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. I'm still holding, I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. it's very Listen, much like. Listen, I'm, you know, I'm on the inverse where I don't believe John Morrison would be a good world yeah. champ, so. I just think that, I, I think from a match quality. I think his quality, match quality would be And I fine. think he'd be fine as a heel. Like for Big E, the biggest thing I have with him is. It's, his promos are fine. I think his matches are okay. But for me, it's how do you get sympathy on a dude who is 6'4", 300 pounds. He's the strongest guy in the damn locker room. How do you get sympathy on that? Except, unless you're facing Brock every week. Yeah. How do you get sympathy on that? You got Bobby, maybe Drew, Roman, and Brock. Mm-hmm. Those are the four guys that can rival him in, in you know, stature, I guess. Yeah. The best way of putting that. You mean telling me you have Dolph Ziggler put Biggie Langston in some sort of jeopardy? No. Yeah, like that's 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 just my biggest thing. Morrison is purely selfish. It's not going to happen, but yeah. I just love to see it because I think it'd be cool. Anyway, all right, let's shift focus here. College football playoff expansion, uh, potentially going to twelve teams. Are you happy it's going to twelve and not like eight? Uh, well, yes. Okay. Uh, I thought it was like weird because like I was like, okay, so. They're either going to go... I'm surprised they're already talking about it. Like, well, I yeah, figured They realize like, how awful it is. I figured it would be like another five, six years down the road and they go, all right, we'll finally change yeah. it. No, I thought... I mean, I thought they'd go to eight is the number. Yeah. I thought I thought 16 was too many. I do too. So I was like... You drag it out too long. Yeah, or I was like... Because they can't do a weird like 10. Like there's like... You'd have to have a weird number plans, of buys, plans yeah, and stuff. I'm like... I'm like... So I was like, eight was probably the number because then you could do like your conference yeah. champions get buys mm-hmm. and then the other three you figure yeah. out some metric or whatever and then you have eight right. i'm like that's still like threatening but at the same time competitive just like the, just give me the top 12 teams and be done with it. but that's what i mean now <laughs> yeah but now i'm like okay so now it's 12 i'm just like me, i think all right but now you know because you get the final ranking after the championship games anyway so yeah. it's like okay give me the 12 teams yeah so uh, yeah so what i've heard is so um the rumor and how this would work is yeah. So the top four would be so to be to be able to be so the top four gets a buy, 
to have a chance at a top four, you have to win your uh, conference, conference and you like the Power Five conferences. Right. So unfortunately, all the other conferences have no chance at it. Um, so the winner of the Power Four be bigger. So yeah, so so out of the so the five winners of the Power Fives, yeah. they basically do like a mini like okay, what four are the best four? Right. And then we rank them how we do now. And unfortunately, the Pac-12 probably will just never be in the top. <laughs> Sorry, again, it's really yeah. unfortunate, but you probably won't ever be there. And then the rest of them will just be decided by like if you're undefeated. I think undefeated teams get automatic well, bids in, and then right. everyone else is well, like, here's what I like by, based off ranking, probably. Well, because here's the thing, I don't think. Now we've seen instances where, like in the Big Ten, right? You've got like Ohio State versus like Indiana, and Indiana's like five and three or something like that. Yeah. You're like, okay, obviously, but teams that are like say. Alabama and LSU are mm-hmm. playing for the SEC championship game. Say they're two and three in the country going in, right? Yeah. And so Alabama wins that game. So LSU's like, oh, well, there's no way that we're making the final four because we just lost this. Yeah. I like the fact that LSU can go, all right, we didn't win the SEC championship game, but we're still the eighth best team in yeah. college football. So they should still be able to have a chance because they're still one of the best teams in yeah. the league. Like, that's the thing that I like about the expansion. Yeah, no, like, that's that's exactly... Because uh, Michigan ain't going to beat Ohio State, but if yeah. Michigan can go 2-1 yeah, when they Michi- lose to Ohio State, it's like, all right, we still got a chance. Yeah, Michigan in 2016 and 18, retrospectively, right. would have been, in, would have yeah. been yeah. in this 12-team thing right. if it was existed right. then. Right. And that's where I think if you're a Michigan fan, and this even, is, I guess, State, or well, like... If you're Michigan State, if uh, anybody, quite uh, frankly. Any, uh, really, anyone in the Power Five. Yeah. I think if you're not in the Power Five, I think team. you I think you have to be an undefeated, like, yeah. winner of your thing right. to yeah. get in. Like, if you're, like, Boise State, you have to go undefeated. But that's the thing, though. You have the ability, though, to get that. To if get, you're UCF and you're the number 12 seed, yeah. okay, but you made it. Yeah, so you, now you get it. to go play Oklahoma and get your ass kicked. Or yeah. what, whatever the case may exactly. be. Exactly. So I, 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 I love – I mean, I've been wanting the expansion ever since uh, – I think I just think it serves a lot of masters. It yeah. serves the teams. Okay, if we win it, we're, we get that bye, right, to yeah. get into the second round. Um, and you still get the – no, okay, we're Big Ten, SEC, ACC champions – at the same time, you have teams like Michigan and Michigan State where they always lose in the championship game for whatever reason. So it's like, all right, well, we got no one. Like Michigan in 07 should have yeah. been the national title game and a rematch against Ohio State, but because they lost to them the week before, now they don't get a shot. You're like, okay, yeah. it was by a field goal, whatever. So, like, those teams that are good enough to be in the championship game record wise, yeah. not the teams that, like I said, we don't want a five, we don't want Duke and Clemson when they play for the AC. Oh, Duke's going to be in it because they're in the championship game, even yeah. though they're terrible. But yeah. it's those, all right, we got Oklahoma and Texas. They're both top 10 programs. Mm-hmm. One of them just happened to win the Big 12 this year. Yeah. You know, that, and along with the small school slash independents like Notre Dame, Notre Dame's basically got to run the, run the gamut to get there. Yeah. And, um, the UCS, the Boise States, the yeah. name a team, name any of them, right? Because any of them can get high right. with a lot of Western Michigan yeah. that one year, right? Yeah. Whoever to get in as a lower seed and go, hey, listen, you wanted your shot, you're gonna play yeah. all the big boys now. Yeah, you can if you think you're if you're the best team, here you go. Yeah, and I don't like like I said, I like you look at the NCAA basketball tournament. No one has ever won below like a seven seed, I think it is, or six yeah. seed. Like there's like so like anyone under. Six, right? Probably, probably really doesn't, doesn't have, have any chance, but you're but giving them the opportunity. Yeah, so it's key. yeah, so like Michigan that year in 2018, right? Yeah. They probably would have been like six or seven because yeah. they lose to Ohio State. They probably would have dropped a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like they probably don't have a chance at winning it because obviously they can't no. beat Ohio State. But 
like giving them at least a chance of okay, we're gonna play right. Oklahoma in the first round. Maybe right. you beat they them. Beat Oklahoma, so, hey, we can beat Oklahoma. Maybe and now you're now you're kind of right. rolling through a little bit of the gauntlet there. Yeah. I think is at least more well, fair. Yeah, it serves a lot of masters. It makes more. And then to now here's the okay. Keep going. No, no, I'm, go ahead. I'm no, say no, that. I think I think you're the problem. Yeah. And I, I guess it's not really a problem anymore because no one likes them anyway. Mm-hmm. But the bowl games become. As useless. close to as useless as possible. Might as well just get rid of them at well, this that's point. The thing. At this point, we're getting to it. Um, there's there's two drawbacks, I think, to the 12 game. That's the first one is that you, okay, I don't care at all yeah. anymore. I, I'm quite frankly, I think they're already kind of starting to see. I think it's why this kind of expansion happened or is, yeah. is talked about because it's like no one's watching yeah, these We games. only care about the like, final four right well, now. And two, because not just from a viewership but from a player. It's like if I'm not competing for a national championship, why am I playing? Yeah. I don't need to get hurt in my last college game before all these combines and pro days. I'm trying to go get make money now. Yeah. I don't care. So it, all these people are – Christian McCaffrey, like, I'm not playing in the Sugar Bowl or whatever, the, you know, mm-hmm. for Stanford. Like, why? I'm going to give me a top 10 pick. I don't need to do that shit. Yeah. You know, so that – and I think, too, for guys, especially like Mr. Jim Harbaugh of the University of Michigan, if you don't make it, yeah, it's like – you couldn't even make it now with twelve teams. Yeah, I and you also, need to be in the thick of it. I I think it also um, I mean? gives a little less importance to the regular season. I think it height. I think it heightens the championship games because yes. if you're if you if you get an automatic yeah, automatic bid. bid and you have a chance at a, f- a top four and a bye right. yep. if you win the Big Ten, yep. say, or Pac-12 right. or whatever it is, mm-hmm. then that game specifically come, becomes very important because you want that chance at a bye. I think it also makes conference play is, like exponentially more important because yeah. of that, right? Like yeah. the domino. Yeah, effect. but also I think the regular season becomes a little less important mm-hmm. because if you're, say, Michigan, right, and you look through and you go, okay, so now instead of like you have to go undefeated, we can have two losses right. and still <laughs> retroactively be 11 seed possibly right. or something. Yeah. So I think now it's there's not going to be a heightened focus on – we have to go perfect, which maybe be better, so there's not as much pressure on you to go perfect. Yeah. But I think it's like now you can go ten and two, I nine and three, yeah. and still be able to right. have an argument to sneak in at the twelfth like, seed. We had highlighted wins over Wisconsin and this team. Yeah, blah, 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 but we blah, somehow blah, got right. upset by uh, yeah. Illinois, yeah. who's not very good. But yeah. we still have that shot to get in now because of it, or whatever. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think there's more positives than negatives. I do I think too. I, I really think it's about time. The four is just not enough. Yeah. It's just not. I've always yeah, and people are like, oh, I love the four, and I don't want. To move but i'm like could you imagine an ncaa you're still gonna get the four that's the thing. yeah you're still gonna get those games yeah. you're just gonna truly get the four best teams yeah but I, i've always equated to i'm like could you imagine the ncaa 64 team tournament going down to 16 teams oh God. you'd have the same 10 teams yeah. with over like over, over, a mix over of like two yeah. or three others and you never get the umbc upsets right. or the you whatever's never the, yeah, you never like get loyola's mid, loyola's or the mid tennessee's like that's what we're wanting is Western Michigan be a 12 and yeah. then upset the five seed and then go yeah. play the one and have a competitive, like yeah. that's the stuff you want to see as a right. fan. You don't want to see, okay, Clemson, Ohio state for the fourth year in a row. Yeah. yeah. And okay. even though it's a great game, yeah. and it's a lot of fun. Of it, it's yeah. All right. Yeah. So we got Clemson, we got Ohio state, we got Alabama and then name, name a fourth. Of, name a fourth. That had a good year that year. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it, it gives more room for that, yes. but that, no, no, that's no, always absolutely. my argument. I'm like, could you imagine 16 team tournament? That would be so boring. No, and it'd be the same Five teams suck. in every it would year. Suck because yeah. you wouldn't have the teams make it. Those teams that are in the lower seed, like, yeah. do they have a shot? Like yeah. UCLA this past year, yeah, they were in the playing game. Yeah, they were in the so, playing game. Gets to the final four, and you right. would never have gotten that. No. 
regardless. Right. Exactly. So, so that, that's the kind of stuff I'm, I'm excited for. It. I hope they I hope they ratify it sooner yeah. rather than later. It just needs to happen. Um, but like I said, pressure gets put on some of these bigger programs like Michigan, yeah. Texas, Michigan, Penn but, State, all yeah. these teams that don't normally that never either yeah. never made it or right. doesn't usually isn't yeah. up there. And it's like, hey, you have to go ten and two and make it, or else now it's like twelve teams. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's gonna make a big importance on the rankings too. It's like, oh, yeah. we're number nine in the country. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like no one yeah. cares. Now it's like, hey, we're number nine. Like we got yeah. a shot. Yeah. We, got, we can get like to that when next uh, stage. who who was it this year? It was like you it no. Um, I guess like UCF is probably the best example where yeah. they're like seven and they're yeah, like we they're can't undefeated. make it, but now it's like oh we're undefeated and we we're can the make it. Champions like no you're not. Yeah, calm it down. But you have a chance to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. So you that's can. The thing. Like Boise State would have killed for this. 10 years ago when like yeah. Kellen Moore was there like dude we were going undefeated every year yeah but no one cared yeah because there was no yeah. chance that we were making exactly. anything yeah and they were you know they are not going to get picked for the national championship game yeah. let alone, we're not going to get picked for a sugar bowl or a rose bowl when those actually meant something even yeah. though they don't really but it's fine we like to as Michiganders we like to talk ourselves into winning rose bowls is important but it's not um, but I digress so no I'm, I'm really excited for it I think it's a perfect thing I think it I think it levels out a lot of things and i think if nothing else it just gives us the opportunity to get that march madness feel mm-hmm. into football plus you can see more high quality games everyone's yes. putting everything on the line there's no yeah. oh, i'm gonna hide this because yeah I it's good uh, it's gonna be fun because you got you balls got to the wall man. that Let's those go. last like couple weeks we got you got champ or you got conference championship week yeah. weekend and which right was fun the and then right into a bracket and then you then you yeah. got a weekend of the final yeah. 12 or final eight, I guess. Yeah. And then the top teams come in, probably decimate everyone. And, but well, it is though they have an opportunity, but it, it's always like the NFL where you have the wild card weekend, which is probably the, arguably the most fun weekend. Yeah. Cause it's all like, it's all of the they have flaws, but they have flaws. Yeah. Like, okay. Which one? And then the divisional round comes and you got like the chiefs Patriots yeah. come in. They're and like, all right, so all right. let's level you down to earth a bit. And that's, yeah. what's going to happen in the college football playoff at 12 teams, but it's still going to be fun. This would be the year though. Like I have no confidence in Michigan football this year no. at all. Um, but at the same time, this would be like a circumstance where Michigan is like a top four and then they lose in the round of like the second round. Yeah. That would be what Michigan would do. Like, mm-hmm. oh, great. You know, uh, another, another Baylor beats us or something crazy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. It's like Appalachian state, but on the biggest stage possible. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. That's going to be it for this week's show though, guys. Next week, uh, we'll be talking NBA finals. Um, yeah, we may be doing a, 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 uh, another quarterback ranking, but a little bit different way of doing it. Uh, Mike <laughs> proposed something to me earlier before we went on air, and I'm kind of excited about it. So we may be ha- talking about that for sure. Um, obviously, any Lions news or any other Piston news, maybe they've already just signed K to a contract and we don't know about it yet. Yeah. I don't know. Just make me happy. Be done with it. <laughs> be yeah, done with it. Well. Um, any big wrestling news, obviously, coming out of it as well, we'll talk about. We're going to be talking about those WWE releases next week as well. We didn't get to that this week, but I do want to talk about it. So that'll be definitely on next week's show. But that's going to be it. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he is the Merck's Mike Merkel. I am the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Bendika. I'm going to go see you guys as always next time. <laughs>